<laughs> Levi in the Matrix. I'm the, I'm Matrix. I'm uh, that's that's my Halloween costume. I'm the Matrix, right? I'm the, hey, I'm the Matrix, right? <laughs> Do you say that you? you... <laughs> I'm the Matrix. Hey, 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 I'm right? Matrix. The guy. I'm the guy. The Matrix, right? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Newton. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you're very well versed in Matrix lore, Levi. So you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you know who I'm alluding to. I'm not the other guy. I'm the other guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're definitely not the black guy. <laughs> I'm, de- I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not. <laughs> that much is is evident. <laughs> Uh, I gotta be honest with you. With you, I was cleaning my office today, and I found these like in the corner of the office. I'm not sure where they came from, but they're mine now. So <laughs> amazing. They suit you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How's my volume level? Oh, amazing. Your uh, your voice is uh, is amazing. Nice and warm. Okay. Yep. Great. Perfect. Um, why? Do you, uh, does it sound weird on your side or what? No, I just wanted to make sure the volume was good. No, you just wanted a compliment. <laughs> you were just fishing Always. there, bud. <laughs> oh. You look and sound great, man. I tell you what. Hold on a second. Here. <clears throat> Let me just uh, drop a little thing in here. You sound like I look. Hmm? Hmm? Who the fuck is this guy? Who is Salty Walter? Who's No Thanks Greg? Levi, you follow <laughs> I'm very upset with both of those names. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know salty Walter or anything something Greg. I, I'm very concerned about both these names. I, I I thought this was fucking Greg's Instagram account for a second. It's not just some fucking random guy. It's old grab hands Greg. You know, it's all good. <laughs> it's that guy. Grab, you know, grabby Greg. <laughs> grabby Greg. Yeah. Mm. Oh, thank uh, you, Dan Wolfson. It is Mathcast time. We appreciate that. Yeah, Wolfson. Appreciate you, man. Uh, I I saw in the chat. Uh, you did like a 5 p.m. PST, but then you did a, a 7 p.m. PST. Oh, did I? Whoops. Yeah. Oh, well, you did it on like another date. I think you did that like... No, yeah. I definitely wrote 5 yeah. p.m. PST, so I fucked that up, but... Oh, it's okay. Oops. <laughs> well, let me just uh, quickly let everyone know that I fucked that up. Um, uh, If anything, Dan, uh, you pass the test. You win. You're, you're the <laughs> ultimate uh, listener. You went through Christian's bullshit, and we're actually at seven. Uh, yo, dude, uh, so Sunday, uh, you didn't have to be in this goddamn rainstorm that we're experiencing in San Francisco. Um, yes I did. Really? I was here. Were you out running around? Um, no, not really, but yeah, I was... Exactly, um... that's what I'm saying, you didn't have to go to work, motherfucker, (laughs) you was Sunday, you were chilling, where are you going, what are you doing? Oh, I went out and got coffee, so... Oh, really? Yeah, okay. but I spent most of the day literally working on notes for this fucking podcast. I've listened to, like, every album that we're covering today, like, seriously three times at least. Uh, I, I went back today. I definitely did, like, a re... Because uh, I, I, I knocked these notes out right away when we had the, the list, that you gave me the list after the last episode. But I definitely had to, like, go back and reread the books, basically. <laughs> just like, fuck, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I, I kind of needed to, like... About. Yeah, I, I just needed like a full like refresher on everything because I've been a bit. Well, I, busy with I woke other shit up. This I week. woke up. 
I woke up to your Utopia chat, and I was like, oh, god damn it, right, right, I mean, there, there might be something missing there, I gotta go back, and like, that kind of thing, so, you made me, you fucked my day up, I basically was re-listening to everything, cause I No, was totally, like, <laughs> I realized I neglected that one in particular, too, I just, like, I, I dude, in... I honestly, I, I did, too, when I went back, I was like, oh, there's a lot more here, okay. Yeah, totally, but um, well, we can get into that here in a, a couple minutes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, so uh, you just went out for coffee. But other than that, uh, do you do you guys already have food at your place? Did you have uh, takeout? Like, because I mean, it, I mean, out here in the outer sunset, it it's been crazy since last night, and still just absurd out here. But like, so we have food at the house. Um, so no, no takeout this time so, today, anyway. <laughs> word. Uh, well, good for you guys eating healthier, probably. Uh, but uh, where where we are right now, uh. Elijah, he's like six blocks down on 48th, and his name, like one of his neighbors today, like had some crazy like weird, weird electrical fire uh, from everything, and then uh, up on 48th and Judah, and then also 46th and Noriega, kind of by me, like so, like within a few blocks from me, two separate uh, neighbor neighborhoods kind of got knocked out with electricity and everything like that. So I'm definitely charged up with my shit over here mm-hmm. uh because uh yeah the power lines out here if, if for anybody that's listening just like yeah the power lines are um absurd i know there's uh, a tree they, down they, they, on they, they, 9th avenue as I, as I recall well we have such like old school yeah everyone aka dan uh, uh, uh but uh <laughs> uh yeah it's um the, the 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 power lines out here though they're like fucking like jump ropes they just swing and swing and swing at some point something's gonna fall and start something on fire but uh thankfully it hasn't been our corner yet so yeah it gets fucking windy out there it was just like especially windy today in the bay area like a a truck blew over on the bay bridge so well i mean that's that's natural everything else on the bay bridge is from people driving shitty uh (laughs) but uh yeah man i I had it. We had food for the, like the whole day here, but we when we went to Mexico a few days ago, we got back and our fridge had like shut down while we were gone. So we lost everything in our fucking fridge just because it just oh, decided no. to not work. That sucks. Yeah, it like did some like power relay. Anyway, so we don't got much food in the fridge, and uh, for dinner tonight, I was like, "Fuck, I need something." So I ordered a pizza and some chicken wings, dude. And this pizza and chicken wings probably took about three hours to get to me tonight. Damn. And not only did I tip my guy his 13 bucks on the app, I definitely, like, tossed the guy an extra 20 bucks, like, in person. Just like, hey, man, fucking thanks for bringing my fucking... Because he brought me chicken wings, pizza, and also brought me some hard kombuchas. So, uh, I was like, dude, here's 20 bucks extra. I appreciate you. So... <laughs> yeah, being a delivery driver fucking sucks, having having done sucks it. Sucks a big fucking dick and especially today just out oh my god dude nobody's tipping i guarantee nobody you. tips could, no, they don't tip dude. well in san francisco it's crazy all these like rich people in giant houses you'd think they'd be tipping really well they don't Every they tip like sucks three dollars if, if you allow somebody to choose the bare minimum like if you set that as the bare minimum people agree to the bare minimum it's like oh okay well it's all you fucking get like, like yeah anyways it was bullshit but that guy like uh, he must have been the one of five delivery drivers out today in San Francisco. It took me three hours to get my pizza. It was cold. Everything was very cold, but worth it. Game on. So. Yeah, totally. That sucks. Um, yeah. Eh, whatever. What up, Holly? Yeah. Hey, Holly. And I definitely, I was just about to say, like, in, like, working class neighborhoods, you tend to get much better tips, ironically. They're, like, way more fucking generous than, like, in Daily City, I would, on average, get higher tips. 
I mean, there would occasionally be somebody who was, like, getting, like, a big order, so they would give you a proportionately big tip, but... And people mm-hmm. who, like, get booze delivered also tip really well, in my experience. So I kind of just would, like... Oh, I to... hooked that guy up for that. That was that, that extra 20 bucks was that. It was like, you brought me a six-pack. Appreciate you, man. See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. People, people who get booze delivered for some reason, like, tip you like you're their bartender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, it, it was all good. So, fucking survival. Uh, I, I know you and I both did the little Postmates thing randomly mm-hmm. off and on so we all i, we all I got a thousand that. deliveries under my belt <laughs> more like 1200 deliveries i think actually i think it did it for like three days on foot so i have like 10 <laughs> damn, <laughs> Mine. damn that's fucking intense <laughs> holy shit 6100 dog you're fucking can savage can we give dan a a, a prize <laughs> or should we pat him on the shoulder i did like, see what that he this? posted his like rating or whatever and i it was like high it was like 90 90 something plus percent satisfaction rate. So that's Dan, good. That's Dan, an A. Dan, 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 <laughs> Dan, we haven't even started the episode yet, but where the fuck do you live? Because that's crazy. That is some crazy numbers right there. Ah, shit. Okay. Boston. All right. Okay. You know people are grouchy there, so that, that says something. I was going to say, he's probably got some <laughs> fucking attitude. I didn't want to say anything. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, fucking wow, amazing. Big up, big up the delivery you're a sol- drivers. You're a soldier, Dan. Yeah, yep. It's it's tough work. <laughs> um, All yeah. right, uh, but yeah, man, uh, I got nothing else to say. So, yeah, do you? Oh shit! I almost forgot to ask you. Uh, you sipping on anything? You 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 puffing? What you got? Just tea. Um, I got some. What kind of? Uh, it's a uh, lemon or citron honey ginger. See, it's like a jelly, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Comes in a jar, super, super good. Um, and I'm smoking on uh, some pure cookies from Royal Extracts. Oh, the the dabs you posted the other day. Mm-hmm. Shit's mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. They it's look, really they look good. Look good, bud. They're super good. Um, was that a, was that was that a kickdown or what? No, I, I got them on ease. I just needed some concentrate. I've got like a bunch of flour right now. Like I pretty much never need to buy flour anymore unless I like want a specific strain, but mm-hmm. um, concentrates, like, you know, it's a little harder to get that kicked down. I don't, like, go to, like, labs very often, so I don't really, like, get the opportunity to be like, yo, dog, what's up? Like, hook me up with a G of that. But when I do, mm-hmm. I ask. I always I always ask. I'm like, is there any way I could get some for personal consumption? <laughs> for personal R&D? Like... <laughs> can, can I have it touch the lips? Can I get some of it? I just <laughs> want it there. I just... Like... Yeah, you just gotta you gotta ask for samples. I don't know, they'll, they'll fucking give it to you. Dude, what is a gram to those fucking motherfuckers? That, literally, yeah, it's it's nothing. They just have like endless amounts of it, basically, at, at labs like that. Oh shit, big big dog in it is is under the pier, David. Oh shit, are you shouting out? What is up, this David? happening right now? Oh my goodness gracious, we're in the presence of of Mathcore royalty. <laughs> um, so you about ready to kick this off, Levi? Let's party, baby! I'm it's ready. About, it was about ten minutes of banter. I got, I got my, I got my wad of condoms, my money here. I'm ready to plow. Ready to plow. <laughs> all right, all right, Mantis. <clears throat> all right, let's fucking. Uh, I guess let's do this. Hey everybody, welcome to the 68th episode of Mathcast. I'm your host Christian, and I'm your co-host Levi. And before we get started, uh, just a reminder, please follow us on Spotify, follow us on iTunes, leave us five stars, and leave us a review. If you got any questions or comments, you can send us an email to mathcoreindex 
at gmail.com. And if you want to get some cool benefits, check out our Patreon page as well. So the first band we're going to talk about is Frontierer. Frontier are an international technical metal mathcore quintet featuring members of Sectioned and When Knives Go Skyward. And uh, we've talked about them on the podcast before. They just dropped their new full-length album, Oxidized, which came out back on October 1st. And at this point, you know, I feel like this band hardly needs an introduction to our listeners at this point, just because... <laughs> that's, uh, why, that's why it sounds so silly. We're like, we've, to- <laughs> we, we've covered this band before. It's like, <laughs> like, of course we covered this band before. It's like... You all might have heard the band uh, the band Converge in the album. Game, well, we're going to mention that quite a few times tonight here, so uh, well, like that kind of thing, you know. I'm not accustomed to Levi busting my balls right out the gate, but here we go. <laughs> you were so you were so formal, but that was like, what do you mean? We all know what's going on here. That, that kind of thing. That was good. He just he just flipped the table. Yeah, Dillinger Escape Plan in their song 43% burnt. Perhaps you've heard of it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically, uh, all that aside, basically if you listen to extreme music, you, you've you probably stumbled across this band at, at some point, just seen them mentioned, you know, Fantano's done, re- uh, re- done reviews on Unloved and Oxidized, and for those not familiar with the sound, though, it's pretty much one of the most, like, relentless and forward-thinking projects of the past decade, basically combining elements of mathcore and electronic glitch-based elements to create what is one of the most pummeling wall of sound effects in metal uh, with the signature like screeching pitch shifted guitars and uh, heavy electronics it's it's really some fucking just relentless shit relentless is the operative word <laughs> uh, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce off that electronics uh, idea here um, with this album specifically I'm noticing so all the albums before they definitely have the electronics uh, involved but with this album, I felt like all the electronics throughout this album really brought on this industrial side that I didn't get from mm-hmm. Orange Mathematics or anything like that, you know? Um, it was chaotic, but just a little more, an extra layer in there, I guess. I really enjoyed the electronics on this one versus the other ones. For sure. I think that they're a lot more prevalent as well on this release. Yep, yep. And I think they're used to much greater effect. Um, you know, they're just they're more integrated into the songs versus just kind of like a, a you know, uh, an attachment, you know, or a feature. It it almost brings on an atmospheric uh, side to some of the tracks. Uh, yeah, for again, sure, just... especially in Swans. I noticed that. Yes. I mean, that's like a yes. fully a fully electronic song. You know, just speaking of of that, it's it's pretty deep into the track listing, but. Uh, I thought that that song was definitely notable because of the fact that it's, you know, it's more like laid back. Uh, it kind of allows some breathing room with that drum and bass, and it's just kind of like super stripped back, you know. Mm-hmm. What is this? Sixteen tracks, I believe yeah. this record is. It's absurd. Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, it's sixteen tracks at like forty-eight minutes long, so it's it's pretty substantial. Amazing. Yeah, they gave us a lot of content on this one. In terms of influence, I, I'd say they're r- pulling really heavily from Danza and Ion Dissonance, in, as well as Carbom, you know, just in terms of, like, the very heavily processed guitars, uh, really, like, digitized guitars. But they're, like, starting to, like, carve out their own niche over the course of, um, you know, these three albums by, like, we're talking about introducing more electronics and just, like, generally more experimentation, too. Absolutely. Um, I really enjoyed... 
fucking the two uh, tracks where I really don't think they've done this before, where they have guest vocalists, Will Haven, an actual fucking mm-hmm. you know band, and then they have Ion Dissonance. And I know it's, it, I mean, I'm guessing the credit is to just the vocalist of Will Haven, the vocalist of Ion Dissonance. That's correct. Or is yeah, there it's more of a co- okay. no, it's it's just those uh, just those two people. So Kevin Kevin McAfee of Ion Dissonance and Grady Avenel of Will Haven both appear on this okay. album. But no, a little um, confusing yeah. as far as like like myself just listening to the album. Like, whoa, they, they actually collaborated with the whole fucking band because it just says Ion Distance. But uh, oh, on Sp- I see what you're saying. On I think yeah, Spotify is probably just throwing on you Spotify, off. On Spotify, just says Will. Yeah, just if says you go Will to uh, if you go to Bandcamp, you'll see that they're credited just those two people. Got you, got you. Thank you for that, uh, man. That Ion Distance track. You it's like they wrote exactly that part. I see why maybe why you're confused because it's like they wrote that part specifically for Kevin, right? For him, exactly. Like right. you, you <laughs> it's almost like I, I knew when he when he was coming in before he came in and he came in, I was like, Oh yeah, this is good. Like that because I was it's almost like a, where's the Ion D? Where's the I Oh, there it is, like that kind of thing. Uh, right. I, like I, a- I, I love I love the collaboration in this. I don't think they've done it like this before. It was it both tracks are fucking amazing. Yeah, the Will Haven song especially is is really good. Uh, this magnetic drift mm-hmm. that that I mean yep. that that song is like one of the best songs on the album, and it's just such like a, a full circle moment for the band because I know Will Haven is like a big influence for Chad at least the vocalist. So, uh, have, here just hearing them together is really satisfying. You can hear Chad's influence, uh, rather you can hear uh, what's his face's influences on Chad rather. Absolutely, uh, Will Haven. Myself, I just I really enjoyed Will Haven listening uh, through the years. Uh, now since we're on space, the tracks, Grady, Grady I, I, There we go. Uh, uh, Good old who's it? So, uh, so so on the tracks and everything. Track one, heirloom, right off the bat, kicks the fucking door down, lets you know exactly what's going on. Yeah, you know, you just boom, frontier, let's go. After that, I pretty much got my hands behind my back and I'm listening to this full album. Uh, Heirloom really lets me know that we're in for just another amazing Frontier album. Yeah, that and they've stepped up was, the electronic man. elements, and, and again, the guitar processing. Yeah, I, mean, just, I love that sort of like haunting guitar effect in the, the, the pre-chorus section, where it's like... It's like haunting, really, yes, yeah, yes. very like ghostly. Um, yeah, lo- loving that song a lot. Really fucking strong introduction. And it kind of starts off like every or any other Frontier song, but... Uh, like a few seconds into it, it sort of like shifts and gets it steps it up like up a little bit more. I think "Opaque Horizon" is probably like one of the better tracks on this album too, because the beginning, at the very least, is impressive with just like being a clinic in crazy guitar noise, you know, just like so mm-hmm. overwhelming and disorienting. Uh, and they introduce that like ostinato and that chugging groove, and then they strip it away until it's just like a massive breakdown. So some really nice development on that track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say, like every other album, the breakdowns, the furious Massive. fucking breakdowns. They're insane. Yeah. Every every <laughs> last equation that you have to your breakdowns, they basically got it covered. Um, I really enjoy faster breakdowns. Uh, and more like mid tempo ones. Does, yeah, it's it's like, it's fierce, man. Like China um, breakdowns, yeah, yeah. basically, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like back in the day, like Barrier Dead had like the more like faster paced ones, and it's only gotten faster and faster. And it's so crazy how fast and yet so slow and heavy you can be at the same time, you know. Uh, but Frontier, 
once again, I, I, I'm not trying to like blanket it, but it's just yet again, another ferocious album from them. Just nonstop relentless. Yeah, for sure. It definitely is very relentless. I mean, and, and more so than their other albums, I think too, they've just kind of like somehow managed to step up the intensity yet again. Um, mm-hmm. And speaking of just pure relentlessness, I think the back end of this album is is it. I feel like Oxidize gets a lot more interesting and diverse on the second half of the album. And again, with electronic tracks like Swans really adding that breathing room um, and the removal of the Copper Iris and the Lightning Pill, again, with that Ion D feature. And then in that particular... Track. Yeah, but in particular, I think Motherboard is like amazing when those processed vocals come on and he goes once again and the phrase just repeats it's just fucking so epic like really really yes, that is a new that is a new that is a new little addition there that was fucking amazing yeah the once again part really got me that's not like gives yeah. me the chills i think that's my favorite track on the album actually motherboard uh the Man, intro i gotta say go ahead. Uh, I, I mean motherboard's your favorite i'm gonna just go off right off that and just go f- uh feed your feelings is my favorite um, and just the breakdown in that one specifically. Feature feelings is, is no, no, no. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Feature feelings. Sorry, sorry, sorry. One second. Corrosive wash. <laughs> there it is. Uh, okay. Will, Will, Will Zax is right below uh, my my notes here. Uh, but uh, corrosive wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, ridiculous. I didn't take any notes about I that know song. It's all, That's it, so funny. It's only track two, but god damn it, I just kept going back to that one. And I it, it, sometimes like with with an album like this where I keep blasting through, blasting through it. I have to kind of go back and see if I favored one track, and it seems to be that was the one I was favor- favoring the most was Corrosive Wash. So. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like, again, the, the second half of this album is where it starts to like really pay off, because, again, you've got uh, Motherboard, and then Day Dark was another highlight for me as well, I think just because uh, the experimentation with the electronic music is just is put to such use over such great use over that like softer moment with the singing. Um and it just kind of like provides some nice variation in volume dynamics. It's like a very like wall of sound approach. So when they hit those like softer moments, I feel like it really just adds a lot more when they come back in with the heavier moments. I think that might be. I totally agree. Yeah, that's sort of like one thing this album is kind of lacking is like soft dynamics. But you don't really go into a Frontier album like necessarily looking for that, I guess either. So. But just even that subtle palate cleanser, it really brings that like it, it, i mean it's fresh to the to the ear since it, you've been basically bam 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 it's getting punished yeah. so hard with the whole <laughs> album you know so you're just like like oh and we're not complaining nice? by That's the way good. like yeah it's 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 very it's a pleasurable beating if you will yes yes <laughs> kinky um <laughs> glacial plasma was the other single and naturally another standout track on a very strong second half of this album and although it isn't really offering any like new ideas that haven't already been expressed it's just a fucking banger you know plain and simple just does have a great bridge huge guitars just dialed in super like atmospheric as well so nice like balance fucking really enjoying that track and I like how it kind of like transitions nicely into the damage in the sift, which is really infectious with that screeching guitar intro that kind of sounds like a locked groove on like a record player. And it, that just like kind of becomes like the ostinato for the rest of the song. And it's just like a fucking, yep. that, that's like an instant classic of a Frontier song right there, the damage in the sift. Like, again, not something that they haven't done before, but just done fucking so remarkably well and so catchy and such an earwig that uh, you just, you fucking, you gotta love it. Mm-hmm. 
I thought that fucking the, the closer was pretty good too as well. Slash hope. It's not a bad way to end this thing. It's rapid fire vocals, great lyrics, softer electronic outro. Yeah, they kind of, they just kind of, they, they tucked you in mm -hmm. at the end there. And just kind of <laughs> sent you away. Yeah, it's sort of a Very gentle, nice. it's sort of a gentle conclusion and then a crescendo at the end. But yeah, it's it, they don't really like uh, it's not like the heavy beating that you were going, you know, that you probably would expect that you're going to get basically. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that being said, if uh, you know what you seek is to be absolutely fucking punished, it basically doesn't get much better than Frontier and Oxidized. And this this three album arc, if it's shown us anything, it's that they are not done leveling up yet. They just keep getting better and better and more experimental. And I feel like. On their next Speaking album, they're they're probably gonna bring it to a level where it's like more, um, more album oriented, you know, and less like song, yeah. less moment oriented. Because there's so many holy fuck moments on this this album, but you know, I think that there's uh, there, it's maybe lacking some dynamics occasionally. But otherwise, it's fucking it's incredible. It's just like one of the best albums of the year, hands down. I feel like. I feel like uh, I feel like they could go the Fong Limbs route, where you know they're not going to uh, dull down or mellow out the noise at all. If anything, I would view maybe. I, I mean, I would hope that maybe Frontier in the next album, maybe they throw a concept into it. You know, where like Fong Limbs, it's more of a concept album. You know, because mm. I mean, I don't want it. I don't want it dumbed down or dulled at all. I, agree. I mean, I just keep wanting this ferocity, just fucking, just this fierceness. You for know? sure. I think that there's um, uh, there's room for growth in terms of the intensity too. They could get, they could get more, they could get crazier, but you know. <laughs> they could get crazier. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't think it's impossible. Yep. Uh, but, 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 but all in all, fucking, um, and I mean this in the nicest fucking way, this is another fucking Frontier album, man. Just mm -hmm. get ready for it. Yep. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a very well, that's a very good way of putting it for sure. Yeah. Um, Al Mart work, again, Incredible. top notch. Yeah. Yep. Really thought provoking. I, I, Stared very at it for a long time. <laughs> um, it gave me the same thought provoking vibes as the Car Bomb uh, album. And uh, I feel like it's, uh, it's mm -hmm. it, it, I mean, very similar in just its top, aesthetic. Top notch, boys. Top notch. Well done. It's a good one for sure. So this Agreed. will be on the top ten for sure uh, of a uh, 2021 for myself. Agreed. Yeah, same here. Yep. Easily one of the best albums of the year for sure. It's in the books. Done and done. It's what it is. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's. For, I mean, for what it is, it's just fucking. It's. It's. It's a great listen. You can't do much better than this. All right, man. You got to have the task. You got to choose one of the 16 tracks. I ain't gonna be part of this. Oh. You choose. Yeah. <laughs> That was really difficult you throw for me. The dart. Well, and I, I mean, it says everyone's already heard "Opaque Horizon." Maybe we should give them "Motherboard," or should we give them "Opaque Horizon" just because it's so quintessentially Frontier with that intro? I feel like "Motherboard's" Ooh. more satisfying with the album, the the song flow. It's got a little bit more going on. Like um, "Opaque Horizon" is just like this insane intro, and then like uh, sort of like a a groove that fills out the other second half of the song, whereas. Motherboard is like more impressive compositionally. Well, then you just answered yourself there, bud. Let's do Motherboard. However, on the other hand, uh, I would say Opaque Horizon is definitely more of like the podcast song because <laughs> it's just a little more immediately gratifying. So we're going to go ahead and play for you Opaque Horizon, which is track three from Frontier's new album, Oxidized, and that came out back on October 1st. Here we go. 
So that was Opaque Horizon, which is track three from Frontier's new full-length album, Oxidized, which came out on October 1st. Woo! We were patient, and we got 16 fucking tracks. Yeah, and I believe they have another album already written, so... Those sons of bitches. they're They're gonna keep prolific, I'm sure of that. So, uh, the next band we're going to talk about is Wilziax. Wilziax are a noise rock mathcore quartet from Manchester, New Hampshire. We've talked about them on the podcast back in 2019 when they released their incredible EP, The Raw Congenital Complex, mm-hmm. which I, I fucking I love so much. <laughs> I really enjoyed that EP. Yeah, that was good. That was one of my favorite releases of the year for sure. They're, they're just doing such interesting, cool, different, trippy, 
psychedelic shit, and uh, it just it gets better and better with every release exponentially. And uh, they just released their new EP, I Don't Feel Anything, uh, back on September 17th via my label, Dark Trail Records. Shameless <laughs> plug. And uh, I would probably describe their sound really as primarily as noise rock, uh, or even math rock, or even math core. But there's a bit of a no wave element in there, and that it's just. I was just gonna say, there's definitely a no wave element in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 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 the way that Daughters is like sort of informed by no wave, you know. Yes, absolutely. That being said, they they really they pull heavily from the Rhode Island scene sound. Tons of daughter influence, uh, daughters rather, Airbond, Radar, The Locust, all those come to mind. So, I was gonna say Rhode Island is that's where I'm that's where I'm uh, uh, pulling from. So, uh, uh, they have this, um, I would call it a later screamo sound. I would say it is Race Bannon meets Airbond, Radar, but then that end product you toss it in a fucking grinder. And you have something. Add some very scrunky guitars. <laughs> it's it's great, man. Um, his the his vocal approach, uh, in this in this band is it's this um, frustrated, like a mid almost, almost kind of spoken word kind of mid range. It's spoken. Yes, that's basically what I was trying to get into is a spoken word almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I pull from. Uh, Race Bannon and Arabon Radar. It's it's fucking amazing. It, it keeps my interest throughout a little bit of free jazz elements at times uh very chaotic just very east coast rhode island early 2000s late 90s this this band really has something special um a little bit more than just math core i guess mm-hmm. or just math in general there's a Definitely. lot more going on um uh god man uh let's see here i really love track three price of soul a dangerous subject uh, oh, that's a standout though, for sure. Yeah, it's got it's like it's kind of a bit circusy in its intro, but it is, it is. But it's Absolutely. got that. Um, I, I think the bridge is like one of the better features, though. It's like really relaxed and kind of like atmospheric, and that leads into like one of the most intense moments of the EP. You know, with those screeching vocals and effect wash guitars. Absolutely, that just yep. hits. It's, the, there is this organ grinder aspect to this band where it's yes there is this like circus kind of element mm. to it it sounds it's just this I mean sometimes we we call it, we we use it with uh, like the post hardcore uh, more sassy shit more like what we say zany you know like it's just it's a little more wacky and like uh, circusy in a way and just because of the uh, the uh, what we're talking about um, as well my favorite track though uh, feed your feelings. Oh yeah, that's uh, a which I accidentally here. mentioned on Frontier. Uh, Feed your feelings, just ridiculous. The the breakdown towards the end of that track just tears the track down to rubble. <laughs> Whatever they <laughs> had does. built up in that track just pummels it down to nothing. Like it was like they made an apple pie and just fucking just fucking punch the shit. You know? Yeah, what's funny about great. that song is that it's really restrained initially, which I think kind of sort of describes this EP at large. Like. Um, you know, if you're familiar with their older stuff, I mean, it's a little more, um, I want to say unhinged, but it's a little more aggressive and... It's frantic. Yeah, you know? more frantic. And in contrast to their previous releases, they're exercising a lot more restraint on this song, on, well, on this album and on this song in particular. It's just like far more contemplative. It's really allowing them to explore more loud, soft dynamics, more varied song structures. It's... Uh, it's also a lot more like demented and psychedelic, 
and introspective lyrically speaking. And uh, um, Dan in the chat just uh, mentioned their Nine Inch Nails cover. Uh, oh my god! Live, I'm sure that's fucking incredible. Fucking amazing. <laughs> it yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, feed your feelings. Just back to that. You know, it's it's sort of like laid back and psychedelic in the beginning, but then in, like it's got that kind of like sludgy, slow plotting conclusion. Great, great fucking track too. Uh, same with "We Can Live Our Deaths in Peace." That's also really slow and contemplative. Uh, a lot of a lot of repetition there, sort of reminding me of a more laid back ocean song by Daughters in a way. So I thought that was a good conclusion to this EP. Personally, my, my favorite song is Flexible Lies, which is the lead single in the EP's true opener. Because I, I think you can just tell right away that they've been spending a lot more time like working on parts and like allowing sort of the repetition to sort of like sink in. And uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially with that driving hypnotic bass line, those heavily layered guitar loops... The, the crushing chorus section, it's just like the lyrics on it are also some of my favorite as well. Um, it was a series of flexible lies selling backdoor cuisine to just about anyone left with an ear to hear and a mouth to feed. Fucking good shit. <laughs> really, really good lyrics. Man, I, I know I'm, I'm, I might get lost in the years. They performed this year for Mathcore Index Fest, right? So we got, we last got live year. footage as well. Last year, yeah. that last year. Okay, huh. everybody, go back to last year then. Yeah, I regret not inviting them, but I, uh, I don't know. For some reason, I was just trying to switch it up, and instead, we invited. Well, <laughs> we made some poor choices this year. Suffice to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you if learn. you know, you, you know. You learn, you learn. You know, you dude? do. Um, but uh, but but all in all, this is. Once again, I mean, we were considering this an EP as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it's a yeah. it's a bit of a short release. It's six tracks at about fourteen minutes long, and two of those tracks are actually like interludes or an intro and an interlude. So it's uh it's pretty I'm, short, I, but this isn't even an advertisement. I'm really just asking you for the release that you have coming through Dark Trail. Aren't both EPs? Isn't it side A and side B? That's correct. You have yeah. Two EPs? So okay. for this uh, this vinyl that we're doing through Dark Trail Records, it's a a 12-inch compilation with uh, the rock and genital complex on the B side, and uh, I don't feel anything. The new EP on the A side, so like we did for Love it up here, you know. Love it. Yeah, did a bit Love of a it. compilation, but it's it's really supposed to be showcasing. I don't feel anything. It's just like we're not gonna play. You know, I'm not gonna press seven inches, and I would much rather, uh, you know, just personally, would rather have. Uh, you know, instead of a single-sided twelve-inch, get uh, make it into a compilation. You know, and put something on the B side. So, word. Not waste the fucking material too. I just, I, I hate, I hate single-sided discs. It just sucks. You know, put something else it, on there. I mean, it's a bummer. You want to flip it over, and it's there's nothing else on there. You know. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, it's just as far uh, as the listener, as far as the listener goes, you always get grab. You're like, all oh, right, nothing on the other side. Okay. I mean, if it, if it. Like, if you're just using one side of a 12-inch, you may as well be doing a 7-inch, I guess, you know. Anyway, this is this is a whole other discussion. So... Or 10 inches, yeah, exactly. Those are an option, too. Why do 10 inches feel so weird in the hand, you know? <laughs> just like things know. like that, too. It's just like it's... Just... <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, what's, uh, all right, man. What's, what's uh, everyone's beef with the 10-inch, you know? You don't... You know? Yeah. So what's up with 10 inches, huh? <laughs> Talk no. about um... vinyl cast. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, but 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 yeah, man. Uh, I, hey. I mean, what track do you think are we gonna are we gonna be what? Dan, ten inches feels good in my hands. <laughs> Dan, god damn it, Dan! All right, this cat. We're done. Math cast is over. Dan's being dirty. We can't do this anymore. Uh, dirty Dan, right, brother? Yeah, dirty Dan. <laughs> Right. Uh, but yeah, man. For uh, those who are listening, who are totally fucking confused right now, if uh, you become a Patreon supporter, you can then join in the uh, the Discord chat and say crazy shit to us and totally just throw us off our game while we're trying to record. <laughs> Ten inches feels good, Dan. You son of a. All right, yo, uh, but yo, uh, man, I'm, I'm gonna turn the I'm gonna turn uh, turn it on you here. Um, what track are we gonna what are we gonna jam here? Absolutely flexible lies for sure. Cool. Cool. So we're going to go ahead and play for you Flexible Lies, which is track two from I Don't Feel Anything, which is Will Axe's new EP that came out on September 17th via Dark Trail Records. Pew pew! Here we go. That is so good. And there's also a really good music video for that as well that we premiered through Mathcore Index. Uh, there's actually two music videos, uh, another one for Feature Feelings as well, so I will link those for you in the description. The chat agrees this band is good. Yeah, this, so that, this is good that the band is good. Yeah, <laughs> this is good that the band is good. And I think what mm-hmm. is especially good about this EP is just because the, the four actual... The four songs that aren't just instrumentals or whatever, aren't interludes, are just all so strong. It just gives it a lot of replay value because it's so short. So, fucking go listen to Will ZX. It's very digestible. Right, Christian? It is. I think that they're criminally uh, underappreciated right now. Like, in their time, they're doing such good work. They haven't put out a full-length album, I think, maybe, is what's sort of holding back 
well, you know, maybe not that's entirely it, but I think if they were to release like a full-length album, they might have a better chance at like gaining a wider audience. And uh, yeah, so they're, they're criminally underappreciated right now. Go listen to this fucking band. Tell somebody about them. Yep, yep. Spread the word. So uh, next, we're going to give you your release radar for the month of October. Biggest, biggest uh, fish on this list here. Biggest fish. The biggest. Really? That's in our. <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest, biggest dog, turnip. Biggest dog. <laughs> big, the big dog. <laughs> the big dog in charge. The big dogs themselves. The boys. Uh, Every time I die, released <sighs> their new album, Radical, via Epitaph Records. I think. Right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> a real big fish. That's who did it. Real, real big real, fish was uh, yeah. Real big fishes. <laughs> new album. Every time I die. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. Appreciate that. Lost all right. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's quite all right. I'm, I'm, the banter is, is, is crucial. Um, but, yeah, so they released their new album. I, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Some people are not. I don't know. It's like, I feel like they, they can't release a bad album. And uh, I think this is no exception. It's like, it, this is this is fucking good. It's a good album. Yep. If it sounds good, it's good, yep. you know. And uh, although I think that they've gotten more and more rock and roll leaning more uh, accessible, even if you will, over the years. I, I still feel like this is this is a hitter, and there's definitely some moshier tracks on it too, in comparison to their last couple albums, which have been a bit more, uh, as I just said, like rock and roll. I feel like they've kind of almost a little bit gone back to their roots um, in, in some respects here. So uh, that's a good one. Obviously, oxidized by Frontier. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. An exercise in discontent by Under the Pier via Dark Trail Records. We'll be talking about that next episode, mm-hmm. naturally. Uh, and again, that's another one that's fucking. I'm really, really super fucking proud to be working with these guys. I feel like they're one of the best bands in mathcore right now, and this new album is just—they've next leveled so hard and just like delivered songs that are like way more memorable and somehow more technical and heavier it's just like it's it's fucking it's practically perfect um, I agree man it's yeah. a ripper yeah I, I feel like they, they really took it to like the next necessary level to like gain like some much needed recognition and uh, they've got some tour dates coming up as well on the east coast so be watching out for that uh, Quitter by Tunic Kind of a, uh, po- I'm not sure if you're familiar with Tunic Levi, but they this this album fucking hits. I'm not, bud. I, I gotta tell you, I I've heard the name, haven't heard a track, so I got nothing there. Dude, this album is fucking good. Like, I've been sort of like dimly aware of this band for some time, but this one just like really, uh, really solidified itself for me. Solidified them for Tunic? me. Tunic. Tunic. That's correct. Yeah, the new album's called Tunic, Quitter. Okay. It's kind of like a mix of uh, like heavy post-hardcore and math rock it's not like um it's not like metalcore per se but it's definitely informed by hardcore music and post-hardcore it's like quite metal, a bit. Ti- metal tinged post-hardcore no kind of it's kind of like yeah i don't know it's really difficult to describe you just gotta fucking give it a listen it's like driving you know it's more like um god i don't know it's it's punk it's more punk i think that kind of yeah. wraps it up for you yeah go, go yeah. listen to that dude fucking real good 
Uh, Faster on Fire by Possession 1981 via Levi's label, Cliff Parade Records. We're having a bit of a circle jerk this episode. <laughs> mm, dude, honestly, if, like your hands are so soft, I put lotion on mine. <laughs> like, everything is wonderful, dude. How can I Appreciate say no? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but fucking congrats on putting that one out because I love, I love Victor. I love his vocals. I think he's just a hell of a fucking artist, and this this EP is is super good. Like the lyrics are so memorable. We talked about this last episode, so I don't want to say too much more, but it's it's quality. No, I I mean uh, overall, I just feel like uh, a lot of people out there really uh, uh, miss Feralux, so it's just great that Victor's back, uh, crushing it, and uh, yeah, just it's it, it yeah, I mean uh, these guys got uh, a specific a specific subgenre sound going on I, that I don't even know what to call it yet. It's but crossover, it's, 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 blackened hardcore, and screamo is how I would describe yeah. it. Yeah, but they, 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 they're their own thing, man. It's great. Like I just led the conversation we had the other day where it's like, what's the FFO? It's like, I, uh, I... Very, very uh, difficult. <laughs> you know, like... Cold but I mean, meter, but, even with, but yeah, we, we're again, we're rehashing this yeah, whole conversation yeah. now, so but anyways, let's move but, on. But anyway, but yeah, but, yeah but move speaking on. Of fair, <laughs> speaking of Feralux, though, uh, the uh, new EP from El Jesus, To Keep Me From Dying When I Want To Die... Thank God it's on this list, man. This is a fucking ripper. It's a short little three-song EP. It's about four minutes, five minutes long maybe. But yeah, it's a fucking ripper for sure. Yep. Um, Jesus, uh, when Feralux parted ways, I tell you what, every member is very busy still doing them, just in different bands. It's fucking really beautiful to see uh, how Feralux kind of uh, the roots extended uh, from coast to coast almost, or, well, like coast to mid Midwest area. area. But anyways, yeah, Midwest area. It, it, it stretched a little all, bit. It was good. But anyway, everybody, everybody's busy in the band, <laughs> All that to say, though, yeah, Possession 1981 and LG is both very great offshoots of, of Feralux, for sure. So yep. if you're a fan of Feralux, you basically owe it to yourself to be listening to both of these projects, because they're, they're both exceptional. Uh, Absolutely. Only Here by From Joy. New uh, Texas Chaotic Hardcore. More. Uh, Yo, by the way, who just. Uh, just keep going. That's another Well, here's, here's the thing. So, uh, October. Oct- They're it's, prolific it's, uh, as fuck, October right? 20- well, it's October 24th. Uh, tonight, uh, today, uh, we're not. I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but uh, the EP's been out, and today, From Joy also released a new single. If you listen to that yet, but today, From Joy released another new single. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, what? man. No. Yeah. Yeah. One one second. We can take this out too. We can edit it. Well, let, let, let's look this up. Because uh, I on Spotify today, it showed me a new track. No, it's just the new EP. Really? Only here. I'm sure it just called a it second. a single because that's what Spotify does. Well, while, while Levi verifies that, uh, only here by From Joy. Yeah, just again, there some really interesting uh, combination of metalcore and like electronic music out of Texas. Yeah. You should definitely be fucking with that. Yes, Levi. Confirmed. Confirmed DP. No, homie. Grab grab your phone. Uh, edit. We'll, we'll edit this out. Look, look at your phone. Pull up Spotify. We'll edit this out. He says. <laughs> if you want to, all right, you'll edit it out. <laughs> I'm demanding this. Are you gonna come over yo, and I edit be, it out, <laughs> Christian? No, no, no. I want to. I want to be. I want to be. Uh, Only uh, here, dog. I, I yeah, like... that's the new EP. Only here is the new EP. 
Oh, on the 22nd. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what... Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to well, leave all that in. to me today, so... All right, well, there we go. It's all going on the podcast. <laughs> no! <laughs> um, so, uh, what else? What else? Employee by Void Dweller. I'm going to get through the rest of this list a little more quickly. Uh, Collective Unconscious by Pupil Slicer. Basically a three-song mm-hmm. EP, like one live song and uh, one cover and a, a new song. So it's not like a whole lot of new content, but, you know, something fun there for you. Uh, the Crisis Years yeah. by D.B. Cooper. Looking forward to that one. That actually has not come out in full yet, but it will on, um, I think, the 29th. An early that summer. D.B. Cooper, man. Yeah. They're I, fucking good, they're dude. Very promising. Very promising, indeed. Uh, An Early Summer by a Blackbird in Route. A uh, emo math rock band. We've talked about them before. Levi's homies. First name Hopscotch, last name Battlescars by Hopscotch Battlescars. I'll probably be talking about that in a future episode as well. Yep. Karloff's debut self-titled EP. Fucking some really great chaotic kind of screamo shit. Uh, it's a drink by Rat Punch. <laughs> Holy shit. If you're not familiar with Rat Punch yet, it's just some wonky ass, just weird grindcore kind of power violence sort of math core out of um, Knoxville. And they're doing some good stuff. And then last, uh, Zolk Nishin Niglis Chishish by Kurtza. Kurztia. I don't know how to really say the, the band's name. Out of uh, Poland, I'd, I'd go. With, I would go with the second one. That was all right. Kurtz, I, I think it's. I think it's Kurtz, uh, but I'm not really sure. Um, but fucking really sick Polish like sludgy mathcore band that we talked about a couple episodes back. And uh, that's it for your release radar for the month of October. Woo. So next, we're going to talk about Bucky. Speaking of screamo, Bucky are a. Screamo Chaotic Hardcore Duo from Merced, California. And they just released their debut self-titled EP on August 26th via Levi's Levi's label, rather, Cliff Parade Records. And uh, you could mostly describe their uh, their sound as Screamo, but there are certainly elements of hardcore, and uh, it's even got a blackened tinge as well. Yep, Screamo, Emo Violence, it's basically the two that you're going to shoot for here. Uh, It is... Emo Violence, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, it's definitely the emo violence. Uh, where emo violence more like orchid kind of style. Uh, screamo going towards that. Uh, you know, love lost but not forgotten. Jerome's Jerome's dream. early Jerome's dream mm-hmm. style. Um, uh, so, uh, I mean, naturally, so I I, I release these guys. Um, <clears throat> I, I have to say, uh, Chris from uh, the Sound Ends Creation oh, yeah. and the Cast Ends Creation. He interviewed them. And basically, uh, I just want to kind of like clear and tell everybody out there, like, yes, uh, ultimately, I, I like Bucky had an EP, a, a tiny little demo or whatever, um, not the best recorded, just it was just it was something very random. And uh, I went to their Instagram and I noticed that they posted like a live of them recording something new and i heard this jerome's dream kind of sound going on i was like what the fuck and i reached out to these these two guys and they were just randomly recording and i would like to say that uh myself and bucky us three all together made this become more than what we all expected it would be uh because originally this was just two guys gonna pump out some random tracks uh chris came in and mastered it 
and made it actually he polished everything very well where it's it is what it is today so i gotta say like shout out to just bucky for trusting me and committing to doing something and chris uh just mastering everything and handling it well so that's fucking this beautiful definitely, man. this i mean i mean it's 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 more than what other like bucky like i don't know it's just we Cliff Parade started and Bucky started at the same time, and uh, this this album means something very special and specific to me. Um, you know, we have a lot of uh, tapes and uh, albums to sell still, but these guys like it's uh, it's meant a lot just to see this new uh, form of screamo. I've never would have ever expected in 2021 that there was two guys just making kind of like that early Jerome's dream sound. It just, it's, it, 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 hurt, it touches my, my heart very specially there. So. Yeah. There's nothing like working with bands that you just like believe in fully. And that's why I enjoy doing, yeah. doing a label myself, you know, for that same reason. And, and not in the elitist way, just sometimes, um, right. You talk to somebody and they quote unquote, get it, you know? Mm. And it's just, it's, it's nice to talk to somebody and be like, Oh, this like, yeah, yeah, of course this. You're like, <laughs> Oh my fucking God. Like, okay, let's, let, let's keep going. Let's keep talking, keep talking here. Like we're best friends now. So anyways, yeah, we're best friends now, but anyways, just, uh, yeah, uh, th- this was a pleasure to work with. Uh, it was definitely, we all put our, all hands on deck here, but, uh, the EP came out and I'm very, uh, thankful. Well, that's fucking out, good. So. This is like very, yeah. very promising screamo. As you say, you know, it does seem like it's a bit rough around the edges given that it's like an EP, but it's raw. It's know? very raw. Yeah. But Chris really did make it sound good. Uh, the drum tones, especially, are really quite nice. The guitar tones are great. Like the heavy parts hit. Yeah. Like the vocals are just, you know, nice and screechy and yeah. uh, b- mixed very well. It's, and um, as far as as far as emo emo screamo goes, uh, lyrically, this shit is super dark, very depressing. Just you know, it's it basically all like the whole EP is around coping with death. And uh, right. you know, Andy, Andy's art. Uh, oh yeah, art by he, our friend Andy Shaco, the big, dude, the big fucking, homie. He, he stepped in and just it, it really lets like it's very simple art too. Like it is the front and the back of a gentleman's head, and it lets you know exactly what's going on with the slit throat. But uh, the lyrics are great. Um, it just uh, it's just I mean, man, this could have came out. 15 fucking years ago and I would have bought the seven inch just like I would today. You know what I'm saying? So it's great. So I got, I, so you're a fan of the black parade by my chemical romance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that screamo. You know what else this reminded me of? If you like saves the day, you're going to like these guys a lot. Um, but it just, you know, speaking of confronting death and all, but yeah, just, it's a fucking, it's a great EP. You know what else it really reminded me of quite a bit was, uh, Sinza out of Portland. Just the the whole blackened kind of screamo approach that it's also yep. kind of like metalcore, chaotic, hardcore oriented. Yep. Uh, um, th- th- there's something special about uh, when you do that. Uh, well, we're gonna go. I'm gonna kind of dip into your your old project Antarctica. Um, the screamo projects that um, you take away the mic in a in a room and they can still do the vocals. It's pretty fucking badass. It's pretty yeah. special there. That 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 pitch, that 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 tone. <laughs> where every the scre- screamo is screamo, right? And it's just it's nice when you got the the that kind of band where you don't even need a microphone. You just kind of do your thing, and just, it works yeah, out pretty just well. Shriek so. your little heart out. And you shriek your little heart out. So some uh, favorite songs. Yeah, I saw yeah. the grief in their eyes from six feet under. Loving that chaotic blasty intro and D beat sequence into that heavy bridge and artificial harmonic laced outro. Just very well rounded little track for being less than two minutes there. Mm-hmm. 
I really, it's, um, I'm not, I'm not one to choose like a full, like a uh, favorite track or whatever, but I feel like, uh, the, Oh boy, 306 AM is the, the one that really has the build up the, the, just, it, it has my attention the whole way through. Um, but it's, I mean, man, it's, it's a great EP and I, I, I really don't have a favorite track. It, it's fine. It, 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 each track is just fucking pure screamo. Oh boy, 306 AM is definitely a fucking mood. The 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 song title itself is is a fucking mood. It is uh it is a it is a SpongeBob SquarePants reference uh <laughs> to uh Patrick waking up uh at three o'clock in the morning eating uh crusty uh crusty patties or crabby patties or whatever the fuck they Amazing. are. Amazing. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and I then also... for everybody out there uh, I'm just gonna get this out. Uh I, I know um in the uh the 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 interview with Bucky with Chris uh they kind of got it through but yeah Bucky we did like Cliff Parade or myself we d- I definitely had Bucky McBad Bat shortened down to Bucky <laughs> but the full name of Bucky is Bucky good McBad good call Bat. no I, to, when you told me the name of the band I was like listen you gotta tell them to change their name <laughs> so so ultimately so that's why I'm saying this is because uh like, oh, 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 oh boy three yeah oh, oh, oh boy three oh six a.m. is uh from uh, SpongeBob, and I believe Buck McBadbat is a side character, or like even just a character in one episode of uh, the Fairly Odd Parents. That's right. And I know that <laughs> these two, these two cartoons specifically, probably kind of uh, surpass or, or or were after when Christian and I got into shit like that. So I mean, I myself, I'd really never. So li- here's the thing Fairly about Parents. Bucky McBadbat is that. Oh no, I'm thinking of a different character. But there's another character on Fairly Odd Parents that looks like the fucking character from I'm sorry, Mr. Salesman. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, or from from one of those other like old Nickelodeon cartoons. I'm spacing on what it is right now. It's like a very like Burton-esque kind of character, but Damn. Yeah, uh I, I never I never really watched Fairly Odd Parents too much. But yeah, there's, right, there's definitely yeah. some like uh some cartoony references there. But yeah, so everybody time. out there, like if you're curious or whatever, like w- they're when you go to their Instagram, it's Bucky McBadbat. But yeah, it's Bucky, Bucky, Bucky McBadbat. It's both. It's all good. It could be both. They can put it on a it's, shirt. It's both. It's all good. Yeah. I also liked uh, Your Hands Are My Noose. Reclusiveness is my love language, which I actually think is my favorite track on this album as it kind of like showcases all the elements they're doing together like quite cohesively. It's got like I love a, the frantic end of the album. Absolutely. It's a very frantic the, end to it, you know? <laughs> the biggest yeah. breakdown of the album. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It just fucking. Yep. It's the most dynamic song on the album too. Like really dialing back the intensity on the instrumentals for a moment, and kind of allowing like the vocals and the guitar to shine alone. And again, they just yep. hit you with the breakdown at the fucking end. So, and then quite a memorable chorus as well. Um, Thumbs in my eyes, losing my breath. Um, you know, something yep. black and void creeping in or something to that effect. Good. Good lyrics on that track. Uh, yeah, all in all, uh, it's uh, I, I'm really I'm very excited to to work with these guys more. It's a uh, it's 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 a pleasure. So just uh, everybody out there, if you support, grab something, listen to it, jam it. It's all good. So we're gonna go ahead and give to you. Uh, I think we should give them track one. I saw the grief in their eyes from six feet under because that's just like it cool. hits, you know. Game on. Yep. So we're gonna go ahead and play for you. I saw the grief in their eyes from six feet under, which is. Track one from Bucky's new self-titled EP that came out on August 26th. Here we go.
That is some certified scramzo. Short and sweet. <laughs> Short and sweet, everybody. So that was, that was a very loud siren. That was, uh, I saw the grief in their eyes from Six Feet Under, which is track one from Bucky's debut self-titled EP, which came out on August 26th via Cliff Parade Records. So the next band we're going to talk about is Serling. Serling are a Twilight Zone-inspired mathcore duo, as you might imagine from that name, from Maine. And uh, Serling are a new project formed in mid-2021, according to their Facebook, and quite quickly putting together their debut EP, The James Bevis Chronicles, which they released on August 14th. So it basically seems like these guys formed this project, and then within just a couple of short months, they had this killer EP, and uh, subsequently our undivided attention. Shook shook hands and made an EP. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. They just, like, came out with this very, very quickly, uh, quality-ass release, furthermore, of just heavy-as-fuck, down-tuned, dissonant math core with tons of polyrhythms, breakdowns, gross half-step harmonies, pitch shifting, just everything that you love. It's, it's in this fucking project. So right off the bat, um, uh, I'm going to bounce from uh, talking about Bucky. Uh, Bucky, two, uh, it was a two, it's a two-piece. Uh, they do play live, uh, you know, uh, guitar, vocals with the drums. Drummer does vocals as well. Uh, Christian and I, we spoke about this the other, the other day, and... Uh, uh, as much as we love Serling, I feel like our concern is, uh, does this or will this translate live? You know, um, because there's a lot, um, there's a lot going on in the the EP. You know, there's a, I mean, um, it's heavy. You know, and I just, uh, I question if this is possible live. Um, I know it. They're gonna need. They're gonna could, need another member be. probably. They yeah might need another member. That's 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 the kind of thing where it's like I'm not really sure if the sound will be fulfilled. Um, but. We've definitely covered bands like this before where they never played live, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So, saying that, I'll push that to the side and start fresh again and just say that this EP is, it's thick. It is <laughs> thick like mud. It is genty in a way, and I know you don't really like that term, but um, it's... But you're right, though. Uh, it is. It's, it's, it's genty in its way. I hear what you're saying. At least it's, their, their music yeah. is kind of informed by that sort of stuff. It's 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 groovy. It's thick. Um, I really don't have much to say other than that, man. Uh, uh, as as technical as it is, it's very simple. It's just like, hey, it is what it is. That kind of thing, you know. Uh, lots of breakdowns. Fucking chug, chunky, thick, chuggy. Um, I love the Twilight Zone theme going on. I love a band that has an ongoing theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking give me more of this shit, man. Get yeah, on. that that is for myself. That that aesthetic definitely hits really close to home just like being same same being like an acolyte of the number 12 uh, and just also taking heavy inspiration from this series myself in like my prior projects uh it just yeah, yeah I, I really was like okay I, i'm gravitating very strongly towards this right now based upon the name alone <laughs> mm-hmm. um i mean i'm I, I did vocals for a band, uh, Thirty Fathom Grave, which right. was an actual Twilight Zone episode. Wow, that's some uh, deep Levi uh, lore that we have not once discussed on the podcast. Not at all. No, no, not at all. The fill-in vocals there. Uh, that's a, but, that's uh, a project worth um, talking about. Thirty Fathom Grave <laughs> is a fucking was a I, sick project. 
I gotta find those tracks. They're they're buried somewhere in my fucking hard drive. So <laughs> yeah, you need <laughs> so to find somewhere. those and put them on the internet. Put them on Bandcamp. Yep. Yep. Uh, but uh, but but uh, all in all, man, I gotta tell you, uh, th- this EP, it's um, as far as finding a favorite track, it was pretty short and sweet, pretty digestible. I could throw a dart to any of these tracks, and it'd be my favorite track. Um, all in all, just a great EP. Yeah, that's it. Very very fucking solid. This is a great release. Yeah, man. Uh, they really reminded me quite a bit of Sleep Sculptor in that it seems like yeah. hell yeah Sleep Sculptor and I think the reason is is that I think both members are contributing vocals if I'm not mistaken because there's just there seems like to be a lot of back and forth vocal sty- stylings and layers um, and also a lot of influence you know subsequently from bands like Danza and Frontier who are also very low end and chugging uh, with lots of counterpoint from high end dissonant guitar lines mm-hmm. For anybody out there uh, that hasn't heard them tonight, you go listen to them. Uh, start following them because uh, they are actively already. Just as we were talking about, they formed in mid two thousand twenty one. These motherfuckers are already in the stew. working on another album. So they, they in the stew, let's baby. See what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> they in the stew. That's that's studio, right? Yeah, studio. Yeah, it's the studio. Okay. Yeah. So they're in the studio <laughs> and uh, they're doing it. So that's good. Doing it big, big, big dog yep. in it. Yeah. So, uh, but man, lots of highlights on this thing for me. Uh, time enough at last. I just that, that that's a great episode. First of all, and that's where the EP really starts taking off in my in my opinion because the uh, <laughs> this fucking screen cap that fucking that fucking Jeff just put in the chat so funny. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, fucking time enough at last. Because track one is more of just like a, a vignette, you know, it's like a, a minute and a half song. But that's where I think the EP starts picking up with the beehive guitars, heavy breakdowns. Um, Obsolete Man was good too, disgusting midsection, super heavy, dissonant. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the best track we can both agree is of late, I think, of Cliffordville. It's easily the best track on my, the EP. That was that's where I threw the dart, and that's where it landed there. That's that's my track as well. It's like they're powering up over the course of this album, and that's where they just like really let it fly because they it, power up, they power up. Yeah, it's like they, do, they build it. They absolutely like power up, and it's like it's pretty much on an entirely different level of composition and relentlessness when compared to the rest of the EP because. The guitar effect buildup and all the rhythm switch-ups and just the great stop-and-go dynamics at the end with every section broken up with a couple... It just fucking... It's like mind-blowing mosh material. Like, it's so ready for a live performance, it's not even funny. That's what I'm saying. Bring it to the stage! Yeah, this shit fucks. Fucks. So, um... <laughs> yeah, I thought that was good. I also really liked a kind of stopwatch. Like with those just heavily processed guitars, we're starting to hear more and more of it. It's like everybody's got a pitchfork pedal, you know? It's like you always have to have that half step harmony. Yep. Um anything else you want to add, Levi? I got nothing. This shit rips. Great. So we're going we're, we're gonna to go ahead and get this fucking picture. The fucking chat is too funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, my God. So uh, we're going to go ahead and give to you of late, I think, of Cliffordville, which is track six from the James Bevis Chronicles, which is Serling's new EP, their debut EP, which came out on August 14th.
Here we go. That is obnoxiously good. I mean, regrettably, the beginning is maybe just a bit slow, but like the end of it is just so good. It's a pecker ripper for sure. <laughs> it's yeah. A, yeah, you got to cover your pecker when that song comes around because yep, snapped clean off. <laughs> so that was of late, I think, of Cliffordville which is track six from the James Bevis Chronicles, which is Serling's new EP that came out on August 14th. So next we're going to talk about Future Trash. Future Trash are a mathcore band from Chicago, Illinois. 
Chicago. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sorry. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> that's good nobody nobody says that you know, nobody I was gonna say I don't think that's actually a thing <laughs> or Chicago as they like to say <laughs> I'm just riffing um, so I was shocked to discover we never covered this band on the podcast which is probably due to the fact that they've only been putting out singles here and there since like late 2018 but I've been keeping a close eye on them ever since they put out that first one. And I'm super pleased they finally got this EP out. The new EP is called The Collector, which they released on August 21st. And uh, their sound is uh, very chaotic, very moshy, uh, occasionally dabbing in more like straightforward rock, but also like heavy metalcore and technical mathcore. They reminded me a lot of Stray from the Path on that note, and every time I die, just kind of in, the, they've got very danceable rhythms and, uh, you know, very driving driving rhythms, but they've got a lot of, like, technical bursts of aggression and also, like, wonkiness, too, you know? Yeah. Um, man, they they brought me that vibe of the chariot, and also, I'd like to say Phoenix Bodies, they, they gave me that vibe, that, that wonk. Yeah, chaotic, kind of that wonkiness as well, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in and out. Um, living Weapon as well, uh, they definitely reminded me of. Man, uh, one thing, Future Trash, you guys are, you guys promote yourselves very well and everything, but I'll go to that band camp, there is no fucking lyrics. Give me those lyrics. I want to read that shit. Uh, yeah, because so, I, yeah. from what I understand, they have a pretty big political, uh, sociopolitical tinge on their That's lyrics, what... so... That's yeah. So so, anyways, um, yeah. Future trash. I definitely was like looking to do some homework, and I wasn't able to do the homework. So get on there and get that shit posted. This uh, is such but, a good uh, project, all, though. This, it's great. This shit it's is fucking, fucking amazing, man. This is clutch. Is, is, yep. Did the kids say uh, that still? It, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. <laughs> this is on um, fleek. I gotta, <laughs> that's, right? that's you know what sure yeah yeah sure all right anyways uh no no um but uh, dude uh the, the fucking the sassy the sassy vocals whenever they sh- sh- sprinkle them in there it, they're it's amazing um all in all just very very well done chaotic hardcore ep i really don't have a lot to say because i don't have any fucking lyrics uh to go about um and that is also my fault because i haven't purchased a physical tape yet from them which they do have available and maybe they have the lyrics in there so i should probably do that as well but um i uh i I really enjoy this ep uh my favorite track would be the obligatory uh eucharist um that is uh that's that's the banger for me obligatory eucharist is a fucking banger for sure that sliding botch like riff and that off kilter Mm, breakdown sequence Dude, this is why we're friends. That, that botch riff, exactly. And you know what's so exactly. great about that track is that off-kilter breakdown sequence that heavily utilizes tiny moments of silence. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just adds... I, I've said breathing room like four times this episode, but I'm going to say it again. It had some breathing room because there's just these quiet, very brief moments of silence in between, like, the chugging or whatever. And it just, like, really punctuates the following part. Yep. Yeah, that's a fucking banger for sure. I thought Dream Lives was actually another really great track too. I think that's the, I think that's probably Dream my Lives favorite. Dream Lives is good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think ultimately that's thing. my favorite. It's the most probably the most moshy uh, and yet dynamic songs on the EP. It's got some it's, nice soft it moments. The, 
It's the moshiest, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely the moshiest. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking good. It, it just feels like in this song in particular, it's like more their sound as opposed to just like in you know showing influence. pretty much all i got it's fucking it's a short very very short ep it's like not clearing the 10 minute mark so you know there's nope. there's not really a whole lot to dissect here but they they absolutely waste no time and just fucking bring it in every song every track on this thing yep. is very clearly high energy very mosh inspiring and it, although sometimes it kind of feels like vignettes because they're kind of like short songs uh that doesn't make them like any less memorable like it's uh and that's what an ep is you know it's a fucking it's a collection of like shorter vignettes or just like less developed ideas or more just like parts put together or just like a demonstration even that being said I agree man that being said I'm really I'm hungry for like more than just a 10 minute release every you know year it's like they've they haven't been the most prolific artists so as like a fan of them it's been a bit um, on the frustrating side, <laughs> like I want more music from this band because I'm really this is like really solidified Mike me as like a fan of their of their sound. I think they're just bringing it so fucking hard, and I uh, I, I want a full length now. <laughs> I want more music. <laughs> yep, yeah, uh, I know we're uh, so demanding. Yeah, Will ZX and then these guys too. Just fucking let's go. Yeah, let's, let's keep going. This let's is one going. of the best EPs of the year, easily. Agreed. And this will Agreed, definitely man. make my. This is probably in my top ten EPs. Uh, they, they these guys uh, released uh, uh, physicals too for tapes uh, uh, by them by themselves. So everybody out there, go grab a t- fucking tape and support these guys. Yeah, definitely go go support them for sure. They're they're good people too. Yep. So um, we should go ahead and give them dream lives. I think yeah. Honestly, I would do Eucharist, but I, I, I see where Dream Lives is, is definitely the moshier one. Let's do that. Yeah, I feel like it's more immediately um, enjoyable, gratifying. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, more immediately yeah. gratifying, for sure, is a better way of putting yeah. it. So we're going to go ahead and give to you... Um, one second, I forget what track it is. I have to look it up. Hold on. We're going to go ahead and play for you Dream Lives, which is track three from Future Trash's new EP, which is called The Collector. And that came out on August 21st. Here we go. Yeah! 
fucking banger. So that was Dream Lives, which is track three from Future Trash's new EP, which is called The Collector. And that came out on August 21st. So the last band we're going to talk about is Utopia. Utopia are a UK-based mathcore progressive metal project that features various guest drummers on every track, uh, including, and most prominently, the likes of Billy Reimer of End and the Dillinger Escape Plan fame, and uh, none other than Lee Fisher of Fawn Limbs and Psyopus and Commit Suicide on drums. And uh, some other people whose name I forget. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Utopia basically <laughs> seems to be a relatively new project, uh, Seems like they formed just last year, and they released their debut full-length album, Stalker, on August 27th. And Levi, Levi is wearing sunglasses. You can't see him, but Levi's wearing sunglasses right now, and every time I fucking look at him, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. It's me. I'm the, I'm the Matrix. That's me. That's my Halloween thing. I'm, I'm the Matrix. Uh, right? Um... Yeah, uh, so it's just really, it's throwing me off. <laughs> um, so yeah, they seem like they're a new project, but they've already got a full-length album out, and it's uh, it's quite a bit of material. It seems like... It's a lot of material, dude. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, it's a lot of material. It, it's kind of a lot to get through. Uh, it's uh, and every, The songs are just so... I don't know, they're just, they're pulling... All right, so... Okay, so... The, I... Let's talk about I'm their sound. Use, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, so before right, we get too heavily right into like that, our, our dissection, I just want to just say what it sounds like. It's basically yeah. prog and tech metal that's really pulling heavily from jazz fusion. It's like yes. very guitar driven um, with tons of jazz breaks and like non sequiturs left and right. So it's like a very a lot of jazz breaks. Yeah, a lot of jazz breaks. on every song. Um, I guess, man, don't nobody twist my arm out there, but I, I'd go like avant-garde jazz in a way. I mean, like, right? Um, it's it's literally this, this, the the this, this uh this this album is um, it is like heavy mathy metal going on here with this avant-garde jazz wrapped around the whole fucking thing you know um it's a lot to digest uh, i i i um originally i was kind of missing something from this album i think i i blew through it and i wasn't i wasn't giving it enough time yeah one listen um, is not enough i would like to so i would like to say the the reasons why it didn't grab me right off the bat and i do want to critique this because um first of all like we were talking before it's a lot okay so we gotta blast through it a few times uh as well the the skatey vocals that were coming into each track i felt were very weak um but thankfully i felt the 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 bass the bass parts how how high the bass was up in the mix. The fretless bass just, is just, uh, yeah, it's it's really... He's just a rip-a-dipping this whole fucking <laughs> album, man. He's a doo 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 I fucking, I dug the shit out of the bass. Left man. and right, um, yeah. Yeah, left and right. But uh, but also ultimately, I felt that the, the scathy vocals that kept coming in were so weak that it was taking away from it uh, for me. Um, but that's that was the only thing I could, like 
pinpoint that I wasn't enjoying. Other than that, it's just I have to do my homework and keep listening to this album. It's a lot going on, man. And once again, I got to be into that that lie by mistake free jazz kind of like that's a great point of reference for this project lie by mistake for sure yeah i like i need i I, like it's basically jazz core it it is i mean as frantic and chaotic as it is there's still a lot of like free jazz moments and sometimes i'm not ready for that man like uh that kind of thing so um all all in all uh this is a specific dish it is (laughs) it's some special flavors going on here yeah Um, it just you uh, really got to be in the jazz fusion i think is what it just boils down to you have to have some sort of appreciation for you know stuff that's just really fucking out there like holdsworth status or um Stuff like like Behold the Octopus that's really kind of that's, bordering on again, absolutely, man. the avant-garde to keep beating a dead horse there. Yep. Y- and, you know, it, there's just so many impressive elements, especially when it comes to the instrumental performances, but it's just at times I feel like some of the compositions feel a bit directionless, maybe a little mishmashy slash like riff salad you know, where it's kind of just like parts more than songs, you know, song focus more than, yeah. or parts focus more than song focus. Um, yep, yeah, mishmashy is a good way to put that for sure. And that's not, that doesn't go for every track, by the way, but it does, it can feel at times like a bit of a chore, just an exposition, you know. That being yep. said, the, the tracks that have Lee Fisher and Billy Reimer are fucking stand out. They're really, really good. Bus Station Roof has that, immediately has that prominent, uh, jazz break in the beginning with the radio static uh followed by the math core intro and then billy reimer just really shining on drums there uh i thought full-length biography was good again just more jazz fusion and it's something that reminded me of uh behead the hold the octopus Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. uh um the uh, impotent, uh, impotent prophet. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a really fucking heavy groove in the end of that track. Um, yeah, with the jazz fusion solo closing out that song for sure. Exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, it was that, hard for me to pick a track. track. <laughs> yeah, so that would be my my track that I that I chose. Um, other than that, man, it's a. Uh, I, it's kind of I'll like, honest, it, yeah, I couldn't really like pick a song and then say, explain like what I enjoy about it. You know, it was U- Utopia. I will keep listening to this album to keep trying to understand it. Um, it I, I know there's more there. Uh, just originally, like I listened to it and I was like, eh, but then sometimes you and I text a little bit in between episodes. We're like, we kind of start chatting about albums that we're going to review but we then we kind of cut ourselves off but this is one where you your comment brought me like i was like i gotta go revisit that i like this can't be <laughs> i'm like so this. glad to hear that, that kind of thing you know you know uh but ultimately there's a lot to um, appreciate you know despite all the critiques yeah. we just gave there's definitely a lot to appreciate and that's why we are obviously willing to like go back and give it another shot and subsequently yeah. like I mean, four honestly, listens today for me just to like really make sure that i'm like i'm able to articulate my feelings which i'm still struggling with apparently but like 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 some and most jazz through my life i'm just trying to understand and just i want to appreciate mm-hmm. i just i just need to under, I, just, I need i gotta keep listening and sometimes it's like context that, that, you know i mean i don't know you put it you put the album on one that one special time of the day and it just fucking it makes sense to you, you know but ultimately um i know there's a lot here and these musicians are very talented and i definitely want to give this album more time right so, and just trust yeah, that they're bringing something that is you know um is at least at the very least technically impressive 
sometimes I feel like a bit scattershot compositionally speaking, but just some excellent standout performances. I think that the best track, well, Happiness is a great track too. It's kind of a highlight of sorts, but I think it's more convincing when it's set to its music video. So I'll try to link that for you in the description. If you're going to basically go investigate anything other than the song we're going to go play, go watch the music video for Happiness because I, I feel like it'll turn you on to the band a lot more. That was what it took for me anyway. Um, and that kind of like brought me back again to the subsequent listen where I'm like getting a lot more out of it. Um, yep. I, I just I, Maybe I think I was just a little fixated on what I didn't like about this project initially and that's what was holding me back and now I'm at a point where I'm like starting to appreciate it. I think um, It's Not the End uh, is really good. I feel like that was one of the best tracks on the album. It's the closer, too. And uh, just especially given the performance of Lee Fisher on Fawn Limbs, who just, like, makes this track with how fucking hard he rips it. It's just, like, really, really good performance when he's, like, on the fucking the ride bell. Um, just, man... And there's just there's so many jazz breaks, but nonetheless, you know, it just when it, when it finally when it just gets to like its culmination and they bring in the bird song, it's just mwah, chef's kiss, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee's work is amazing. Um, uh, once again, I'm gonna keep gonna keep doing my thing and listening to this album and uh, doing my homework here because there's definitely some gems that uh that are hidden. So. So, uh, which, which, what song do you think we should give him? Bus Station Roof or It's Not the End? <sighs> Let's do It's Not the End. All right. I agree. Because, yep. again, Lee just really... I think that's the best... It seems like it's like maybe mixed differently, too. Maybe I'm just hallucinating that. So Every gonna... fucking... Every track is a goddamn ride, so let's just choose one of the cars and just fucking let's go. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and play for you It's Not the End which is track 11 from Stalker, which is Utopia's new full-length album that came out on August 27th. Here we go.
All right, so that was It's Not the End, which is track 11 from Stalker, which is Utopia's new full-length album, which came out on August 27th. And yeah, although it can be a... You know, it can it can be a bit laborious to get through sometimes. They're they're really just uh, obviously very clearly talented. So, yep. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, the collaborators, just like Fawn Limbs, uh, you would call that almost like a super group. Mm-hmm. I would say this is a super group too. You definitely got a lot of talented musicians from all over uh, teaming up. I guess that's what it takes. <laughs> We're just together, fist locked, coming together like Voltron, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly, man. Exactly. So uh, before we wrap this up, if you made it all the way to the end of this podcast, first of all, thank you, because I know we are insufferable. Good on you. Yeah, good. Good job. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I said avant-garde for the third time this evening, you're probably like, okay, that's enough of that. But no, we said you could have been. We said avant-garde three times, and we said no wave once. We were pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, no, it's not bad, you know? Um, but uh, yeah. So if you if you enjoyed the podcast, let us know. You know, leave us leave us five stars and leave us a review. Maybe go leave us a little review on iTunes, and uh, mm-hmm. follow us on Spotify. You know, and tell a friend. You know, if you've got a friend who enjoys the same kind of obnoxious music that you do, then uh, <laughs> you know, let let him, you know, him, like hey, listen listen to this podcast. I've, I've randomly, I've randomly had this, I randomly had this conversation uh, a few times this month, and I would like to say, uh, for anybody out there wondering like how we do this, um, it is technically monthly, but sometimes we stick in an extra one in that four week period. But ultimately, what we are, we're monthly. So we're everybody monthly. out there, we're on, we're in episode sixty eight, but we've been doing this for quite a few years. So oh, this yeah, is uh, oh fucking that. This is actually our four. This is the four year anniversary episode tonight. No shit, dude. Is it? Yeah. Dude, I just I just <laughs> brought that up. I was almost like I had a tingle in my dick. Like I was just like, oh shit, like that kind of thing, you know? Like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's yes. good, bud. You're, All right, well, happy anniversary, homie. Your That's dick all. senses were, were correct. Happy anniversary, good, India. Yeah, four, right. four years of math cast. Four years yeah, of dude. math cast, ladies and um, gentlemen. Yep, uh, and still we're appealing to the tens of hundreds, and we mm-hmm. fucking love it. Uh, uh, yeah, man, uh, game on. Let's keep doing this. All right. So, <laughs> I'll see you next month. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess that about wraps it up for uh, the 68th and four-year anniversary episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm co-host, Levi. And we'll be back again next month with some more sick underground bands. Good night and stay beautiful. (laughs) 